In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. gentlemen how are you on this monday evening wow already june 27th year of our lord 2022 you are locked and loaded right here on live from america from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire and it is a blessing to be here with you and i hope you had a wonderful weekend after last week's winning winning Winning. Could we win anymore? As a matter of fact, last week we've got some of the biggest wins since President Trump was occupying legally and legitimately 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue in our nation's capital, better known as the Swamp. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, it was a great weekend. It really was. I mean, I hugged my kids extra tight. I played with them. Uh, (laughs) I played with them more than usual on uh, this weekend after such huge wins. Uh, last week. And uh, like I said, folks, what a beautiful, beautiful time it is to be alive. And what a beautiful time it is to be a Christian as well. I mean, we are winning. We have the, uh, the armor of God on, and I don't think we could even have a bad week after the amount of wins that we got from the Supreme Court last week. Having said that, if you, fi- if you did not watch the morning show, you missed the, the, the anger and, and the lashing out and the violence And the insurrection, the attempted insurrection from the left, all because they could no longer dismember and kill babies. You saw the melting down 
of the left-wing communist democratic celebrities who are denouncing their citizenship once again, saying they're going to run away from the United States of America once again, but we all know they're not going anywhere. And of course, it would not be a full day of crying, complaining, and screaming to the sky with pink hats on if it, uh, if it didn't also uh, pertain to the ladies of The View, okay? Because the ladies of The View, you know they had to chime in. Of course, you know Whoopi Cushion and Joyless Behar had to chime in, so we're going to go ahead and play a video of Whoopi Cushion saying that if you think this is the end, this is just the beginning, not only are they going to come for, uh, for gay marriages, which I would think that that's exactly what's going to happen next, But then she took it a step further and said they're going to ban black people from marrying white people and aimed her uh, her ignorance and her anger at Justice Clarence Thomas since he is married to a Caucasian woman. I'm not joking, but more racism and more complete fear mongering from The View. Whoopi Cushion and Joyless Behar. Nothing is pressing anymore. Well, you better hope that they don't come for you, Clarence, and say you should not be married to your wife who happens to be white. Because they will move that. And you better hope that nobody says, you know, well, you're not in the Constitution. You're back to being a quarter of a person. Because that's not going to work either. Well, you better just hope they're not going to come after you and say you can't be married to your wife, Justice Clarence Thomas, because she's white. Oh, no. What a stupid and very ignorant and very wrong uh, politically charged thing to say. Just stoking the fire, stoking the flames, I should say, of of racism, straight racism. Oh, but that's not that's not it, folks. There's more. Um, We've we've also got uh, uh, the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot who's out there uh, saying F Clarence Thomas. And, you know, they're, they're all saying that they're not going to adhere to the Supreme Court ruling. They're not going to abide by it. They're going to pretend like it never exists. Meanwhile, calling for the death of everybody on the planet who believes that, you know, a baby should have the right to life. I mean, if, they've, if they say health uh, care is a right, a human right, then why isn't life? Anyway, this is Lori Lightfoot. Um, on stage in Chicago, basically saying the same kind of rhetoric. Check this out. If you read Clarence Thomas' concurrence, he said, thank you, fuck Clarence Thomas. Oh, fuck you, Clarence Thomas! He well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. F Clarence Thomas, you think Clarence Thomas, you think they're going, we're going to stand idly by while they take our rights? Last I checked... It wasn't a right in the Constitution to kill a baby. Last time I checked, it wasn't the right, uh, your right in the Constitution um, to, for gay marriage. It's not in the Constitution. And I would argue, I would argue that the federal government or the, the Supreme Court actually did exactly what the no justice, no peace, screaming to the sky, pink hat wearing ignorant uh, communists out there wanted. They say, Keep your government out of my uterus. Keep this Supreme Court out of my uterus. Well, wish granted. That's exactly what happened last Friday. The Supreme Court did exactly what the crazy leftists are asking them to do. They got the federal government out of your uterus. Now, you would think that this would be not only a major win for all of us, but it would be a major win For the leftists out there screaming to stay out of their uterus, there is no place for the federal government to be inside a woman's uterus. And that's exactly 
what the Supreme Court did in their ruling. They took the federal government out of your uterus. I don't understand the problem here. They sent it back to the states because there was no mention of it in the Constitution of the United States of America. And the same thing will happen with gay rights next. And I'm not talking about gay rights as in we don't have the right to love who we want. I'm just saying that because those are the, those are the words they use. I'm talking gay marriage. That's next. It doesn't say anything in the Constitution about you being able to marry the same sex. As a matter of fact, marriage is a word and something that is uh, basically given to us by God. And marriage is a man and a woman. As a matter of fact, the very definition of marriage is a man and a woman. So you're not going to hijack the rainbow and hijack the definition of marriage. We already took the rainbow back. Happy pro-life month, by the way. This is June. Happy pro-life month. No more pride month. It is now happy pro-life month. So we've taken back the stolen rainbow. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take back that sacred bond of marriage and the meaning of the word marriage. Nobody is telling you that you cannot live and love whoever you want, but you're not going to continue to hijack and and basically uh, have an attack and and a war on Christians and everything that we have built as the foundation and the blocks of this entire country, the foundational blocks, the very cement that this country is built on, metaphorically, obviously, is Christian values. And it was built on Judeo-Christian values. So the, the days of hijacking and, and, and attacking and, and basically committing hate crimes on Christians are over. Folks, you want to know why? Because you can't beat God. That's why. Let's go to some emails. Uh, we've got an email here from Doug Beggs, who sent an email and said, uh, Happy Father's Day. Uh, My family ordered from the LFA store, and it made my day for my first East Texas Father's Day. Just wanted to share these pics with you. They sent some pics. We got these Armor of God shirts, the stickers, and these cups to slurp from, plus a couple shirts uh, from my wife with another source, which I thought you'd appreciate, and they sent pictures of that as well. For the Beggs family, God bless you, and thank you for your email. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we've got another email here that says, I had a politician, this is from Melanie Guerin, who said, Hi, Jeremy, I had a politician come to my front door a little while ago. He handed me his brochure and left. I quickly looked it over, uh, the, uh, looked over the items and called him and asked him the vetting questions that I've heard you ask each person that you interview. This is something totally out of my nature to ask questions of people coming to the door. Thank the Lord. He is a good Christian man who believes that the election had so much fraud. We talked about the 2000 Mules movie and everything. Thank you for being an example of how to vet people and giving me the courage to talk to them. God bless Melanie. That's incredible. That is absolutely incredible because what's happening, folks, is that Ordinary, everyday, average people who have never been involved in politics are getting involved just by simple vetting questions to people that are coming on their uh, doorstep, knocking on their door, looking for a vote. Now, where many people would have ducked and hid and threw away the, the, uh, the brochure, uh, Melanie decided to get engaged and call and talk to the person. And that is what it's all about. That is how we find out who these people are who want our vote. 
Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have somebody here who needs help, Deanna James. We are going to be raising money for her uh, tonight and tomorrow through Rumble Rants. She says, I watch your show faithfully. Thank you for speaking the truth and helping people. I sent you a message in Rumble. Our family is in financial hardship, thanks to the Biden administration. My car is in repo status, and we're behind on our mortgage and other bills. My 25-year-old was diagnosed with MS, and it's been very overwhelming for all of us. I don't ever ask for help. If you could reach out to me, I would greatly appreciate that. Her name is Deanna James, and we are going to uh, reach out to her tomorrow, and we're going to be raising money for her tonight and tomorrow to help with her family's troubles right now. And you know what? If we, as American patriots, can come together and help out the people that Joe Biden is putting out to pasture, well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll gladly do that with the power and the grace of Almighty God. June 27th, year of our Lord, Jesus calling, evening version. Your current situation may feel like a gigantic mistake to you, something you should have been able to prevent. I urge you not to indulge in obsessing about what you could have done differently, for that is an exercise in unreality. The past cannot be different from what has actually occurred. I want to help you make a new beginning instead, starting right where you are, said God to the United States of America after we abolished federal abortion. We are assured and know that God being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good to and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. Romans 8, 28. And before you turn out the light tonight, now is the place to begin anew, remembering that I supply all resources you need. Now is a time to build anew, ladies and gentlemen. Does it sound like it might be talking about what's going on here in this politically charged United States of America? I think it may be. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats as I've got my new you can't beat Trump hats. We'll talk about those in a little bit. We've got the you can't beat God hats, and now we're going to have the you can't beat Trump hats. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You can't beat God. You can't beat Trump. You can't beat Ron DeSantis. And you can't beat a United States of America. Can I get an amen? Woo! What a start here to Live from America on Real America's Voice News. We will be back right after this commercial break. Please stay tuned and don't go anywhere. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we got those you can't beat Trump hats coming in. I can't wait. And you want to know on one side, on one side, it says impeachment record two and oh. And on the other side, it says endorsement record. Ninety nine percent. You can't beat Trump, baby. You can't do it. It is impossible to beat Donald J. Trump. Impossible. Um. So as we're on this commercial break, I do want to say thank you to some great people here on this, in this LFA family. First of all, my name is Jennifer. I am alone again for my 60th birthday, so can I get a shout-out? Jennifer, you can get better than that. LFA family, you ready? 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jennifer. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, young lady. You're never alone. You have God in your home. Remember that. Tom and Carla Mazurik, the donation and the Bibles you sent are very, very greatly appreciated. Thank you very much to Margie Santi for the note and the donation. Jim and Barbara Peters, as always, you know I love you like family, like we're all family. I love you all, actually, for the donation in the card. And Mary D'Agostino, thank you very much for the donation that for me and my family and Eli and his family to go out and do something. I appreciate you so very much. And my wife absolutely loves getting letters from you, Mary. So thank you so very much. Can I get a shout out? It was our 29th anniversary yesterday. Al and Carol Morris. Happy anniversary to you two. We love you so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd also like to give some shout outs to those who donated on JeremyHerald.com before we come back. Bobby Farad, Darcy Turner, Brandy Noga, God bless you. Wanda F-O-C-H-T, Folked, I think that might be. Linda Clarkson, thank you so much. Susan Thompson, God bless you and thank you. Sue Markison, Paula Van Loan, Carol Okoa, Okoa, thank you very much. Debbie Maxwell, she says, thank you for your dedication. Hard work, love for God in our USA. You are loved. Well, you are loved right back. Shauna Knight, God bless you. Thank you. Julie Hartman Douglas, thank you very much for your donation. Linda Hines, Lauren Duffner, and Nancy Waite, God bless you. And thank you for helping Live from America. Everything that we get right now is so cherished because of the hardships that everybody finds themselves in. So I want to thank you guys. I know it's not easy. I know right now it's harder than ever, but I do thank you. And uh, when I come back, I've got a couple of great announcements before we get started. So let's come back from this commercial break and kill it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on RAV. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining in tonight, wherever you are across the Real America's Voice News uh, hemisphere. We absolutely adore and appreciate you tomorrow at 1, what is it, 1 o'clock? 1 o'clock p.m. tomorrow. Telegram, follow me, live from America. We're going to be doing live call-ins on Telegram starting every Tuesday tomorrow at 1 p.m. It'll be Telegram Coffee Talk Tuesdays here on Live from America, so make sure you follow me there. And on Rumble, folks, we are just approaching 800,000 Rumbles, which are basically likes for all those unfamiliar with Rumble. So follow us on uh, Rumble at Live from America as well. And let's get those rumbles up and crush that 800K. You ready for the start of the day? I know I am. So put up your coffee. Or I should say the start of the evening. Woo! They all melt together. Here we go. Another huge win for First Amendment freedoms, folks. Another huge win by the Supreme Court, which, by the way, puts us on a roll. We are four for five in the Supreme Court. Now, I've seen a lot of other people say we're three for three. That's just not true. We're four for five. And which ones am I talking about? Well, before I get to this one, which would be the fourth big win, let me first uh, talk about the big wins last week. Number one, 
The religious freedoms of schools, vouchers and school choice. Big one. Big win for the Second Amendment last week as well concerning the state of New York. Of course, then we got the unprecedented and the greatest ruling of all, which was Roe v. Wade. Bye-bye. And then, of course, we got the depressing news that the Supreme Court allowed basically the gutting of our Miranda rights, which basically teaches you one very important lesson. Shut your mouth when you're being questioned by any kind of law enforcement whatsoever, unless you have something that you can help with as, as, as it pertains to a crime. Shut your mouth if you're implicating it in, in any way. That was a loss by the Supreme Court. And then today, folks, we got a big, massive win for Coach Joseph Kennedy, who was in some hot water for praying after uh, kneeling on the, on the field and praying to our God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, after, one of, uh, after many of the games. But let's get into it. Supreme Court upholds First Amendment freedoms of a high school coach. The only, uh, of course, the so- Sonia Sotomayor, who's like a pinball lately, a pinball machine lately, just back and forth everywhere. She says, uh, the coach is not entitled to a First Amendment protre- uh, protection at all. Of course, uh, an Obama-appointed judge would say that. The, uh, the, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in favor of Coach Kennedy in a decision released today in a 6-3 vote. The Thomas Court sided with Joseph Kennedy, who lost his job in the Bremerton School District after he kneeled at, a, uh, at midfield after a game to offer a quiet, personal prayer. And if you guys all who watch Live from America know, we covered that when it happened. Coach Kennedy was fired in 2015, and I remember actually doing a, uh, a backyard rant about this on Facebook after silently kneeling after a football game on the 50-yard line. According to, the Kennedy, according to Kennedy, excuse me, the school said, quote, you can choose between your faith and your job, and then fired him after he continued to silently pray after games. Far-left Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor bungled the story and falsely claimed that the coach was praying at the center of a school event, which was not true. Coach Kennedy was not interrupting the school's events to hold a prayer. He prayed after the games. Sonia Sotomayor claimed that Coach Kennedy is therefore not entitled to First Amendment protections at all, which, by the way, he definitely is, even if he did do it in the middle of an event. Your First Amendment rights are not given to you by government. They're given to you by God, which means that you can exercise them anytime that you feel like. Just ask the purple-haired street freaks out there causing insurrections over the weekend. The liberal justices Sotomayor, Breyer, and Kagan dissented. Of course, the first sentence of Justice Sotomayor's dissent started with an inaccurate description of Coach Kennedy's actions. This case is all about whether a public school must permit a school official to kneel, bow his head, and say a prayer at the center of the school event. By the way, how do you know he was praying to Jesus? Are you in his head? Do you have a personal conversation with Jesus? Do you call him at home? How do you know he was even a Christian? Do you even know if he was praying to God or if he was praying to Buddha or if he was praying to uh, Allah? Do you even really know? Sotomayor gets it wrong again. And what she gets wrong is that this case was never about praying at the center of a school event. Coach Kennedy prayed after the school event was over. Sloppy writing reveals sloppy thinking, folks. And the dissent never recovers from this error, says the Gateway Pundit. Instead, Sotomayor only continued with the mistakes, alleging that Coach Kennedy's conduct caused severe disruption to school events. Yeah, only to snowflakes who can't get it right. Uh, anyway, in other words, the liberal justices would, uh, would curtail the proper exercise 
of a First Amendment right because of the public's reaction to the First Amendment right. So basically, court of public appeal wins again. Uh, however, a justice, as Justice Gorsuch made clear, quote, the Establishment Clause does not include anything like a modified heckler's veto in which religious activity can be prescribed based on perceptions or, quote, discomfort. Taking matters further, Sotomayor, Breyer, and Kagan found there to be a strong argument that Coach Kennedy's prayer was speech in his official capacity as an employee that is not entitled to First Amendment protections at all. Again, very ignorantly uh, stating that we don't have rights to our First Amendment, which nothing can stop. Just be thankful that Sonia Sotomayor isn't writing for the majority. Anyway, folks, it's a big win for, uh, for religion once again. It's a big win for Jesus once again, and that makes us 4-4-5. Four, four, so for all of the justices out there that are just crushing it when it actually counts, for the justices out there that are actually making the calls that really count, I want to go ahead and give them the Smarty Award of the day. If we can do that, please. Smarty Award of the Day goes to those conservative justices, including John Roberts, who's been coming through really as well. And here's the big thing, folks. Jesus got three major wins in Supreme Court last week and this week. Three major wins for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You can't beat that. Uh, Breaking uh, today, actually, breaking news today, we got another big win uh, for New York State, this time coming from the New York State Supreme Court who has really handed a big, big, massive blow to unelected Governor Kathy Hochul there as the New York Supreme Court strikes down the law that would allow non-citizens to vote. You gotta love justice, folks. You gotta love justice. What does Batman have in his uh, his tea? Justice. Just ice. The plan would have addressed 800,000 New Yorkers to the voting rolls or added, excuse me, 800,000 New Yorkers to the voting rolls and would have allowed them to vote for mayor, public advocate, city council, borough presidents, and school boards, folks. So that means that uh, 800,000 illegal aliens could have literally voted for who's going to be on your school board or not. New York City Council approved a measure back in January to give non-citizens the right to vote in local elections, but after a suit brought by GOP lawmakers, the New York Supreme Court ruled, no, no, non-citizens do not have the right to vote. And I could not believe that the New York Supreme Court voted this down. I can't believe it, but God does work in mysterious ways, folks. The plan, like I said, would have added 800,000 illegal aliens to vote. Justice Ralph Porzio said that the law was in direct violation of the New York Constitution. Well, how about that? How about that? Who would have thought? Quote, the New York State Constitution expressly states that citizens meeting the age and residence requirements are entitled to register and vote in elections. What's that word? Citizens. The key word of the day, folks. Citizens. Quote, though voting is a right that so many Citizens take for granted the city of New York cannot obviate the restrictions imposed by the Constitution. Posio continued, going on to say that the weight of the citizen vote will be diluted by municipal voters and candidates and political parties alike 
and that will uh, that will need to be recon- uh, re- need to reconfigure their campaigns. But not only that, folks, it would put very bad people in charge. It would put people that illegal aliens have no idea anything about in charge because their votes would be bought. Long story short, another big win for the people of New York. That is two massive wins in two short weeks. You gotta love it, folks. Let's take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News so they can pay bills. I can get a drink of coffee and we can come back with that fire that we need. We'll be right back right after this. Folks, I told you, I told you there is a lot of winning going on. There's a lot of winning going on that the mainstream media is not going to talk about. And the reason why they're not going to talk about it is because they don't want the public to know that without the White House, without the Senate, without the, uh, the House of Representatives and, and clear, clear uh, corruption going on throughout our nation, we are still winning. How is that possible? Now, a non-believing liberal communist would be like, oh, you guys are manipulating or you guys are terror, you guys are destroying democracy or blah, 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 because they can't understand the power of God and the power of prayer. They don't understand the power of prayer. We must turn New York red again. Amen. Ozfan says, Jeremy, you are looking awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Let's jump over and see. Uh, kind Embroidery on Getter. How you doing? Good to see you, Barb. God bless you. Snapdragons is in the building. Lovebug07 says, are they coming back and saying they will ignore that ruling as well? Well, they probably will. Can we say hallelujah, says Ruby Hines. Um, I am drinking hot coffee today. My throat is still sore. Sinus drainage going to get the best of me, says Bama Lady. Well, we'll pray for your recovery. It sounds like you're sick. Maybe you got a, ch- maybe you got a little bit of that COVID flu going on. Uh, Lovebug says, bring cherries or rainer cherries rainier cherries Hmm. anything heard about javon pulitzer yet no i've not heard anything about him i'm not even sure what you're talking about please fill me in in the comment sections and eli if you can stay on top of that that would be great let's get back to the show (laughs) arrow pink says up yours new york let's go (laughs) for real all right here we go Welcome back to Live from America. Welcome back to Real America's Voice News. Welcome back to Truth. Welcome back to the Gospel. Welcome back to Freedom. Welcome back to America, folks. This is Live from America. I am Jeremy Harrell. And I am coming to you from a state which motto says, the motto is live free or die. And I think most Americans feel that way. Let's move on because, folks, here we go. We told you about the celebrities that are having meltdowns. But now dazed, confused, angry, and very desperate Democrats are now using left-wing communist judges with zero power. By the way, you have no power here. You little lefty judges when it comes to abortion, you don't have no power. But anyway, they're using their lefty judges with zero power to block trigger laws in each state that would ban abortions. And Louisiana... You are one of them, so let's go to the great state of Louisiana. If you live there, you might want to know what's going on. A Democrat judge has temporarily, I like that word because it means it's not going to be permanent. A judge has temporarily blocked Louisiana's trigger law, banning abortions from going into effect. Judge Robin Giarusso of the Orleans Parish Civil District Court, basically a nobody, 
with no power at all in this in this uh, in this uh, environment anymore, issued an order to temporarily halt the law after abortion providers in the state filed a lawsuit. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the very same providers who dismember babies, helpless little defenseless babies. They filed the lawsuit crying because they're not going to be able to profit off killing babies anymore. Isn't that sad? The law was written so that if Roe v. Wade was overturned, and we discussed this last week, virtually all abortions in the state would be immediately banned unless the mother is at risk of death or permanent injury. Louisiana, oh, by the way, before we get into that, folks, the rest of the story, you know the next thing that's going to happen is these left-wing politicians are going to get put their noses and their greedy little paws in the hospitals, just like they did with COVID, and they are going to force, they are going to force, um doctors uh to continue doing abortions you watch you watch you watch what happens louisiana attorney general uh uh, jeff landry tweeted on friday that louisiana's trigger law banning uh abortion is now in effect well of course that that triggered the uh the leftists from coming out to basically file lawsuits that says we still want to kill babies. And again, not only are they going to force these these doctors to do abortions, but they're also going to force them to say that there's something at risk, that a woman is at risk. She's at risk of dying. They're going to make up something. She's at risk of catching COVID. I don't know, some kind of permanent damage, you know, from a vaccine or something. Uh, They're going to lie constantly to, to get women to have abortions. You watch. This is how these people work. They're disgusting. Abortion providers represented... Uh, by Center for Reproductive Rights, argued that, quote, the abortion restrictions violate providers' due process rights, show me that, by the way, and lack constitutionally required safeguards to prevent arbitrary enforcement. They also claim that the laws were vague and did not set a specific start time for the law to be applied. The judge will hold a hearing on the case July 8th and determine if the law will remain blocked. Quote, a public health emergency is about to engulf the nation. This is how stupid these people are. They're literally, now that they can't kill babies, are saying that a public health emergency is going to engulf the nation. As if so many people are out there just going to go into back alleys with rusty coat hangers. As expected, Louisiana and many other states wasted no time enacting bans and eliminating abortion entirely. Nancy Northup, president and CEO of Center for Reproductive Rights, said in a statement, quote, people who need an abortion right now are in a state of panic. Well, good. We will be fighting to restore access in Louisiana and other states as long as we can. Good luck. Because you can't beat God or Trump. Every day that a clinic is open and providing abortion services can make a difference in a person's lives. Yeah, the one dying, morons. Anyway, Attorney General Landry Landry has said, (laughs) my office and I will do anything in our power to ensure the laws of Louisiana that have been passed to protect the unborn are enforceable, even if we have to go back to court. For now, abortions will remain legal in the state temporarily. So people of Louisiana... Rise up, make it happen, Cap'n. And as predicted, folks, hate crimes are on the rise against Christians. I told you last week, your churches and your holy institutions were going to be the first place that gets damaged and that is threatened. And I told you, I said, people of your congregation, especially you men, especially you men out there, it is your job to protect your family, 
your church, your congregation. It is your job to protect your community. It is your God-given duty to be the head of household. And I asked all men to stand up because churches were going to be vandalized, and that's exactly what happened. And it happened throughout Vermont, which is my neighboring state. And it also happened in New York and many other states over this weekend. And they are hate crimes. Hate crimes are now being investigated. Launched after New York City Catholic Church was vandalized with a slogan from the pro-abortion extremist group, Jane's Revenge. And it's going to get worse. I'm telling you that right now. Do not rely on your local authorities to protect your church. They won't. A New York City church was vandalized with the slogan of a pro-abortion extremist group, uh, Jane's Revenge. The slogan states, if abortion isn't safe, then neither are you. The threat was spray painted on the door of the Ascension Roman Catholic Church. The name of the group, Jane's Revenge, was spray painted on another door along with the symbol for anarchy. Probably, um, Probably teamed up with Antifa on that one. The New York City Police Department told the New York Post that the vandalism was discovered around 5.30 a.m. this morning. The Post reports that the NYPD's hate crimes task force is investigating it, but I can guarantee you, with Mayor Eric Adams in charge, nothing's going to come of it. The FBI is currently investigating a fire at a Christian pregnancy center in Colorado, which was also vandalized with a slogan of pro-abortion extremist groups slogan earlier Saturday morning. Folks, this stuff, This kind of terroristic activity is not going to stop until you make it stop. The FBI doesn't give a crap. Your local authorities probably don't give a crap. Nobody cares who is in a position to care. It's going to come down on you, the men of your community and your church, to protect your churches. Because after they come uh, after your physical holy institutions, they're going to come after each and every one of us. They're going to dox our families, and they're going to come after us. And they're going to do exactly what people did to Rudy Giuliani in public. They're going to start smacking you, punching you, spitting on you, popping your tires of your car, setting your houses on fire. It's coming. It's coming because they are so desperate to stop God that this is what they'll do. So just be, uh, be aware, folks, that this kind of stuff is coming, and it's not going to stop. As a matter of fact, it's probably going to ramp up even more. Moving on from this, oh, by the way, if you think they're mad now, the reason why I say it's going to keep going and it's not going to stop is because if you think they're mad now over abortion, wait until you see when the Supreme Court kicks it back to the states over gay marriage. Wait until that happens. Because then you're going to see a collective group of crazy people out there doing everything they can uh, to have sex in public, kill babies in public, have sex with animals. That's the next thing. Bestiality is probably coming next. But yes, we are coming after uh, gay marriage as well. You can be with that person, but we're coming after it because you're not going to take our words. You're not going to take our promises from God, and you're not going to hijack them any longer. We're coming. Now, moving on from that to this. It's been a long time since we discussed what's going on with Parmesan-smoking crackhead Hunter Biden, but I'd like to go back to that for just a couple minutes if possible because we had a new leaked voice message from the laptop from hell to hunter biden from daddy applesauce discussing the story of the chinese spy thief which actually proves once again that joe biden lied to the american people when he looked at the camera and said that he's never discussed hunter biden's foreign business dealings so we're going to go play this audio for you real quick if we can again this is joey applesauce 
calling his son Hunter Biden the smartest person that he knows and uh, talking about the New York Times story that he thinks he's in the clear to not worry about it. Hey, Palace Dad, it's 8.15 on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I think it's clear. And uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. The article that was, oh, excuse me. The article that was printed in the New York Times, he said, um, was, I think you're in the clear. I think you're in the clear. And what he's talking about, let's get into that story real quick is Joe Biden spoke with Hunter about his business dealings with a Chinese criminal that his son dubbed the spy chief of China in that voicemail. The president has repeatedly, because he's talking about that story, the president has repeatedly denied personally and through his press secretary that he ever talked to Hunter about any foreign business dealings, despite overwhelming evidence to the contrary. So this voicemail that he left on Hunter's iPhone, um... Joe called Hunter on December 12, 2018, saying that he wanted to talk to him after reading the New York Times story about Hunter's dealings with the Chinese oil giant CEFC. So again, folks, we're continuing more and more every single day. Thank God to, uh, to the parallel media business and the parallel social media platforms that we've built to get this stuff out there or else it would never, ever, ever, ever see daylight and nobody would ever hear about it. So once again, your resident... You might have even voted for him if you're watching this show. Joe Biden lied to you again about his son's business dealings, which completely, completely compromise the first family. Or should we call them the illegitimate family? We'll be right back right after this. I'll tell you, man, there, all of this stuff, that we are finding out all of the stuff that we're exposing, all the stuff that we're talking about every single day. It's not going to be on a path that leads to nowhere. It can't be. Why would God be doing any of this stuff? Why would God be revealing what he's revealing? Why would he put me in this position to do what I'm doing? Why would the information that we're getting, um, uh, why would we get access to it? If it was on a path to nowhere, you guys have to continue to have that positivity. You have to continue to believe that everything that we're doing is actually good and is actually going to make sure that we don't let this country slip through our fingers. And I think, I think after last week, that proves that. I really do. I really do. Jeremy, when is Candace Taylor coming back on? Uh, I wanted her to come on this week, but she'll probably end up coming back on either later this week or next week. Later this week or next week. Um, Trump is still president. I agree. I agree 100%. Truth always comes out and God's working in mysterious ways. Yes, he is. 45 knew all of it and more. Of course he did. Why do you think he was able to leave us so easily without a big fight? He knew all this was going to happen. Matter of fact, I want to come back and talk about that. Let's do that right now while I'm talking about it. Let's do it. Welcome back to Live from America, folks, here on Real America's Voice News. Look, during the uh, commercial break, I started to talk to the audience about something, and I realized, hey, we got to save this uh, for after the commercial break. Look. It, it might feel every day when you wake up like we're on a path to nowhere. It might feel every day that you wake up like, wow, these people are still not in jail. What's going on? It might even feel like exactly what they've said for the last two years, that the country was going to be over after a Biden first re- uh, presidency, that it was going to slip through our fingers. But I just told the audience 
Last week and this week should prove to you that everything that we've done is not in vain. Everything that we've done is not in vain. We're not on a path to nowhere here. We're getting so many big wins and we're not talking about it because we're letting these massive crimes and this massive corruption overshadow what we're doing. Now, while I'm I'm, I'm completely with you on the fact that we should never forget about what happened. We should continue to fight for it. You have to realize, folks, that what we're doing is epic. And somebody said during the break, Trump knew everything. And you know what? I'm, I'm inclined to believe that he not only knew everything on that day that he, that he gave us that speech on that runway and, and, and said, hey, you know what? We'll, we'll come back and we'll take this country back. I, I firmly believe now that he knew everything that was going to happen and that's why he left without a fight and said don't be discouraged we're going to fight back we're going to rally back and when we take it all back it'll be better than it ever has ever ever was before and i and i truly believe that now i believe that this path that we're on is definitely ordained by god and god would not have us on a path to nowhere so just keep that pressure up keep applying the pressure keep being involved continue to exercise your true god-given rights as an american your first amendment your second amendment all of them every single one of them and don't be discouraged now because we're actually, we're, they're on the run. They have the White House, they have the Senate, and they have the House of Representatives, and they're corrupt throughout our entire country, and they're still on the run. Think about that. That's power, and you can't do that in our position without God, okay? Speaking of uh, corruption across the country and how they, uh, they're continuing to attack us and lose every single time, the January 6th committee, has announced today a surprise additional hearing tomorrow. Now, they were not supposed to meet. They basically realized, hey, the country does not care about January 6th anymore. They just don't care about it. The ratings were terrible. Nobody's engaged. And, th- and all of these rulings from the Supreme Court have dominated the airwaves. So they were going to postpone until after July 4th before they had another January 6th hearing. But they came out today and said, nope. After the FBI raided another Trump uh, official last week, we've attained new evidence and we need to have a special surprise hearing, everybody. Hold on. The walls are closing in. This is the beginning of the end. I'm sure you'll hear that across every, every news station from here on out until tomorrow morning. But let's go ahead, if we can here, and uh, let's go to this MSNBC clip because MSNBC is all happy and excited over it. They couldn't contain, they couldn't contain their emotions. Again, this is the beginning of the end, folks, and the walls are closing in on Trump once again. Breaking news, and it's related to the January 6th committee. The committee has just announced that it will have a hearing tomorrow at one o'clock Eastern time. We're just gathering this information now, but according to the committee, this hearing is, quote, to present recently obtained evidence and receive witness testimony. My guests are going to remain with us, so let me go right to you, Barbara. Look, they just postponed the next two hearings until July. They said that they needed more time to take in all the new information that they were getting, right? Now they're saying tomorrow they're going to have this. It would suggest to me, but I want your take, that this is going to be something that's pretty focused and something pretty significant. I I tend to agree, Chris. I mean, they already announced that they weren't going to cure anything until after the holiday. Uh, I suppose one of the reasons that may have caused that initial delay was the anticipation of the Dobbs opinion that would, uh, you know, create a a lot of competition uh, for the news. But I also agree that if this were just sort of one more in the story, 
uh, there'd be no reason to hurry it up like this. It almost seems like they're worried about a leak and they want to get it out before anyone steals their thunder. <laughs> uh, I, I, I have high expectations. What, what is your thoughts about this, Matthew? Ooh, what's well, I, as we were going to lead in to talk about what, how choice and the abortion rules was going to affect the election outcome. I think the combination of what's happening on January 6th and the January 6th committee, and I agree with you both, I think they would not have suddenly scheduled a hearing, but for the fact they must have some serious, powerful testimony or evidence that they're going to lay Ooh, out. They yeah. would not have done that before the 4th of no. July weekend. <laughs> they must have some serious, serious evidence. The walls must be closing in. And I forgot to say... Blah, 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 blah. You know what's happening? They're trying to get ahead of something. You know what that is? First of all, they're trying to take your mind off of all the insurrectionists that are out there causing insurrection. You know, like the Arizona legislature had to postpone the other day and evacuate. Yeah, they're trying to get your mind off all of that. But I firmly believe they're trying to get ahead of something. And what is that? Another Supreme Court ruling coming down the pipeline as early as tomorrow that pertains to remain in Mexico. Could that be what they're trying to get ahead of? They don't want the Supreme Court to, to, to steal the headlines and say, hey, you can't come in our country anymore. Hello, McFly, you're not welcome. It's illegal. Woo! Let's pray to God that that ruling comes down tomorrow and makes us five for six. Now, they're melting down. We know that. They're angry. We know that. They're causing insurrection and they're burning, looting, and murdering. We know that. That's just who they are and what they do. But earlier today, folks, I never thought that they'd get so angry that they'd go from killing unborn children and dismembering them to actually physically assaulting alive children, which is what Nancy Piglosi did the other day in all of her drunken stupidness. She was sitting up there during Maya Flores' um, confirmation, and, uh, and uh, she was you know, swearing her in, and uh, she, she nudged her daughter. She hit her daughter. Now, if, you're, if you did not watch the morning show... Let's go in and uh, play that uh, moment for you right now, just in case you missed it and didn't see it. Just in case you missed it and didn't see it. Where is that video? Here we go. Here she is right here. Uh, get out of here, kid. This is my, this is my spot, she says. Get out of my picture. $12,000 of ice cream and vodka. Anyway, there's no place in our country for pedophilia. There's no place in our country for killing children. And there's no place in, in our country for elbowing little kids just because you're mad and panicked that uh, the, the, uh, the grip on your teeth, uh, the poly I mean, the grip on the country. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about her teeth falling out of her head. Um, there's no place for that stuff. But anyway, the good thing about it is, is Maya Flores actually came out with a statement to Nancy Pelosi for what she did. Um, and by the way, if you don't know who, who Maya Flores is, she, she's, uh, I think it was the 34th district. She's flipped from blue to red, by the way. She says, I am so proud of my strong, beautiful daughter for not allowing this to phase her. She continued to smile and pose for the picture like a queen. No child should be pushed aside for a photo op. Period. I would like to, uh, I'd like to congratulate Maya Flores 
And I'd like to congratulate her children for doing exactly what she just said. She stand poised. She stood there and smiled, and she did not let it affect her in any way, shape, or form. Can you imagine that vodka drunk smelling teeth falling out of her head, stretch face, punch drunk Pelosi, nudging you and pushing you out of the way for a photo op that nobody cares about? That's what a disgusting, what a disgrace she is. And she ought to be ashamed of herself for doing that. Uh, Before we go to this next commercial break, uh, folks, I would like to quickly talk about the companies in this uh, country who are vowing to defy the Supreme Court justice ruling and actually shell out money to pay for you to continue to kill babies. U.S. companies, such big name brands as Amazon, Citigroup, and Tesla. Tesla, ladies and gentlemen, remember that, are facing backlash, including potential lawsuits for having vowed to cover travel costs for employees seeking out-of-state abortions. Now, Texas state GOP lawmakers have already threatened Citigroup uh, Inc. and Lyft with legal repercussions. They said in a letter last week um, to Lyft Chief Executive Logan Green that Texas will take swift and and decisive action if the ride-hailing company implements this policy. Um, other companies reported having vowed to cover expenses, and you should know this because you probably spend money with them, Dick Sporting Goods. Stop shopping with them when they stop carrying guns. Uh, Disney. Stop, <laughs> stop spending money with them when we heard about them, um, I don't know, sexualizing children and pedoph- pedophilia. J.P. Morgan and Chase. Meta, which is Facebook and Instagram. Microsoft. Netflix. Starbucks. And Google, which has taken it one step further, in addition to covering travel expenses, it is also reportedly promised to relocate employees who want to move to states with the right to abort children. Folks, if you need to move to a state in order to kill babies, then you must be seriously uh, misguided or uh, you must sleep around quite a bit. Either way, we got to go ahead and we got to give these uh, these companies, the dumb dumb award of the day today here in Live from America, folks. Dumb dumb, let's bring it out. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb dumb award of the day. Stop paying people and employees to kill babies. It's not. Right. Didn't think you'd have to tell companies that, but I guess we do still today. Anyway, let's take one more commercial break here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News, and we will be back to end the show with a bang, just like always, right after this. Stay tuned. You never really realize the problem until you expose it completely, huh? The problems in this, in this country are oh, it's just absolutely mind-blowing how evil this country has become. And the great thing about it is, folks, we made, we've already, we're already back in God's favor. We're already back. We're already blessed again. He's already turned around and looked at us again, and he's he shined his light on us. He's given us his blessings. We're back in God's favor merely because of the courage to, make, to take the stand and say no more. No more. And that was the first step towards uh, back into God's grace. And I am very, very, very happy where we are. Jeremy, I believe AZ pulled the electors. Is it true? What does it mean? If it happened during the show, I have not seen it yet. So I'll have to come back to it tomorrow morning. Um, switch Google to Brave so you can get truth social. Jeremy, look at Lisa's message about AZ. She believes AZ pulled the electors. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out. If they did, we'll cover it in extensive uh, to an extent tomorrow, okay? 
All right, let's finish up strong. Here we go. All right, folks, I appreciate you being here with me tonight, giving me an hour every evening and an hour in the morning as well. Uh, follow me on Getter at Jeremy Harrell, True Social at Real Jeremy Harrell, Instagram while I'm still there at Jeremy R. Harrell, and everywhere else live from America. Would you like to know what it means when I say you can't beat God? So I have hats that say you can't beat God, right? I also am getting hats now that say you can't beat Trump. And on one side, it has his uh, endorsement record, which is 99%. And on the other side, it has his impeachment record, which is 2-0. and But I started that saying by saying you can't beat God, so you might as well join him. So what do I mean by that? Well, the Bible tells us that they, the enemies, will lay traps for you that they end up falling into themselves, especially if you're walking with God. If you're in God's favor, if you have God's blessings, which I believe the United States now has again, after the moral statement, the moral red line that we drew in the sand last week, I believe that we are an anointed nation once again, and we will truly see America made a, uh, great again, again. But folks, the Bible says they will lay traps for you that they fall into themselves, just like they do every time they try to go after President Trump. I want to talk about that for a minute, because now the left and the libs of TikTok and all over social media, they are calling for a complete ban on casual hookups, a complete ban on one night stands. No longer are women going to be giving up the sex for anybody that they are not in a long-term relationship with. Thank you. Thank you again. Uh, thank you. The best way to stop teen, uh, to stop abortion, whether it be through teens or women in their thirties, twenties, It's just by not having sex, especially casual hookups. So thank you, God, for that. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish withholding sex from men, one night stands and stuff. That's that will help abortion quite a bit. So thank you for setting traps that you fall into yourself. Also, Walmart and CVS has stopped uh, will no longer stock, at least for temporarily, temporarily, they will no longer stop uh, stock abortion. Uh, abortion pills in their pharmacies. Why? Because there was such a big rush on them for people to get them, kind of like you and I when, you know, with guns and ammo. Uh, there was such a big rush to kill babies that they bought so much of them that there's such a short supply that Walmart and CVS have suspended the sale of their abortion pills, even in states that allow it because they can't get access to them that fast. So again, setting traps. And by the way, this whole Roe v. Wade thing was a they fell into their own trap. This is all the liberals' fault. It isn't our fault. It isn't conservatives' fault. It isn't Christians' fault. No. A state decided that it was going to put a ban on abortions at 15 weeks. Reasonable. The left communists decided that wasn't good enough for them, and they were going to challenge that. So when they challenged that, it went to an appellate court. They won. We re-challenged it, took it to the Supreme Court, and it overturned Roe v. Wade. So maybe, just maybe, you'll learn to A, close your legs, and B, Close your mouth and see, be a productive member of society. I don't know. That's just wishful thinking anyway. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Visit jeremyharrell.com if you want to help out in any way. Until then, folks, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. and again in the evening. Until then, have a great night. Peace.
Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.